I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Figgy Pants and the Secret 2. This week, I am joined by the gorgeous Demi Jones, Love Island alumni. Is it alumni or alum? Alum? I've never even heard that term. What the hell is an alum? Alum, I think it's the... um... So one of them is for a collective group and the other is for a singular, I think. That's very pocketbook. I don't know if it's that much. Is it? No <laughs> way. This, that's the first time anyone's fucking managed to call me posh. No way. I am um, dead. <laughs> well, anyway, she was on Love Island. She was dead good. <laughs> um, are you watching this series, mate? Because this oh, is... Oh, of course. Yeah. This is the first winter one since your one, isn't it? Which is the weirdest thing. So my series was three years ago, 2020. It was the first winter Love Island in South Africa. And then obviously our show ended and then it was the pandemic. So it, they just cancelled it. They just stopped it for three years. And they finally brought it back. And it's just so heartwarming to watch the TV screen and see all the South African mountains and all the weather. And I'm like, oh, I was there. So it's just so exciting. I think it's only been on for about four days now. But I mean, the drama's kicking off already. Oh yeah, I I haven't I've so we've got the new puppy and I'm not gonna lie, my hands are yeah. full, but I have like managed to catch a little bit and it was all kicking yeah. off last night. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. It's a bit high drama for me. Like I'm not used to getting that fired up before bed. I normally like watch <laughs> watch something really relaxed, raising that blood pressure before you sleep. <laughs> I know it was crazy. I think well, obviously normally it takes like a week or so for you know islanders to get comfortable. You're with new people. You're in a new setting. It's very like alien. But for them to be having beef already is very early on. So I think this could be an insight that it could be a very active series this year. It could be a lot going on. I think, and I was talking to my producer about this this morning, I was like, potentially, like when I ever tune in, I, I always think, Oh, I don't feel that old. I always feel a little bit old. I'm 35, but I, I don't feel that old. Like, you know, there's like yeah. some 29 year old lads, some 30 year old birds, and you yeah. always think, oh, yeah, I'm about that age. But I think it's babies this year. Like, Ooh, I think predominantly yeah. it's young. And like, listen, I was a complete arsehole when I was 23. So I sort of think, like, <laughs> oh if God. they've got no like older, calmer spirits there, like mediating, so to speak, like, yeah. they are going to get quite a bit of drama, you know, because at that yeah. age you are, especially. Especially, well, I was going to say, especially lads, you're full of testosterone and all the rest of yeah. it. And I was just, I was 
a woman that had no testosterone yeah. now is still a knobhead. So still who knows? <laughs> who knows? Don't you, I didn't think you was a knobhead, Vic. Don't worry. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet, but I definitely was. Um, I don't mind. You, you grow through what you go through. That's what I like to say. Very true. I mean, even when I look back now, I've, I've actually never watched the series I was on because I've cringed myself out yeah, too much of hearing my voice. Watch, and, I exactly. can't watch I'm in. People always say that. They're like, oh, have you watched back, you know, your past series? You're like, absolutely not. Trust me. Once you've lived it, you don't want to rewatch that. Yeah. I'll show the grandkids, but not now. Um, but yeah, even when I'm watching it, there's quite a lot of young people in it. And I was only 21. So I can sort of like resonate with them and how they're feeling and those nerves and the excitement. And it's all, you're like, like a giddy kid in there because, you know, you're basically on holiday. You're in the sunshine every single day. You're waited on hand and foot. Um, and then you're with all these sexy singles just living your best life. So um, I'm not surprised they're excited and I'm not surprised it's kicking off a little bit already. Was it like a, the most amazing experience for you? Because like yeah. having spoken to so many gorgeous islanders like over the last couple of years, like through me podcast, but even just through like, you know, being a bit of a fan and being excited in that um, yeah. and meeting people at events. I think it's a proper mixed bag. Like some people are like, yeah, best thing ever. Some people are more just like, well, I'm really grateful to what it gave us, but it was quite difficult, you know? So where, yeah. do, you, where do you sort of land with it all? I'm probably a bit of a mixture. My main thing is that it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I can't lie. Like every time I think about it, and being there I wish I could be transported and just relive it for a week it's just the best experience it's unexplainable especially when people ask questions like you can't even explain really what goes on in there but then I also do see the other side of it it's not all sunshine and roses I think a lot of people think oh it's just a free holiday you're on fun lounges all day it's really not like that obviously people do know it's a tv show it's it's not like that um and also you know I'm just very lucky that I was like portrayed in such a positive light whereas some people unfortunately you know don't get the airtime if they do get the airtime it's for the wrong reasons and then they come out and face backlash um so I can sort of like you know empathize with those people that come out and probably suffer the more damaging sides of it as such but for me it was so positive and I was so lucky to have that experience um but yeah I do try to explain to my friends and explain to people when they ask me it's not all what it seems it's funny what you say there like oh um you know some people don't always get the best edit or yeah. portrayed in the best light. And I often think, well, oh, at least they've got their social media, you know? Yeah. So someone on the outside, whether it's their mom or their brother or their best mate, whatever, is like being like, listen, last night was a hard watch for everybody. But just yeah. so you know, he's 21. This is his first big time away from everybody. Like, yeah. um, let's cut him some slack. I'm sure you're about to see lots more lols and laughs. This is a photo of him on holiday yeah. in a dorm with his gran when he was five. <laughs> Isn't he cute? Which, yeah. Listen, I'm all for because I don't think it's fair that we're just given this very, like, very intense, small snapshot into somebody's, like, exactly. like life at that particular time. And then we're expected to form a proper full opinion. So I, I know. Love that the social media is there to provide a, but, maybe it's a different angle. So yeah. now they haven't yes, got that this year. Exactly. Isn't it but, wild? No, it is, wild. I was, it is wild. Yeah, I was told the reason it's they've stopped the social media this year, I think, is to combat online trolling. I think a lot of, you know, I think it's more so in recent series, you know, fam families, friends and family who are running their accounts are very proactive, like, like posting on social media and, you know, trying to defend their family member that was in the villa that they, you know, experienced a lot of 
first time trolling. Mm. And I think, you know, it's, it's very like overwhelming that first time you get trolling and the first time you receive all this public attention. So I think to eliminate that, they've said, no, nope, no one's allowed to post. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure they're still on, logged onto the social media and they still read things, but they can't physically post, um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? So I absolutely applaud ITV's efforts to protect their castmates, you know? Like, it must feel like they're fighting a losing battle in this day and age where social media platforms definitely need better policing, but the big, you know, the big juggernauts, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, they just don't, they don't feel like they're making it a priority. So I think they're taking the matters in their own hands and this feels like Mm -hmm. an, this feels like a, a, a good... I suppose a good idea, but I know I I would disagree. I would want somebody on the other yeah. side if I have a bad episode having my corner. Exactly, like, that know, is fight. very true. Because remember when I was on Jodie Shaw right years ago? Like mm-hmm. obviously it was filmed in a totally different way. This is very yeah. much um, real life time, you know. Whereas Jodie yeah. Shaw would film it three months, six months ago. They'd edit it, yeah. put piece it all together however they wanted and um, then they'd put it out you know so it's not like I I could actually have my say after the episodes and that was good exactly you know I'd sort of be like please be aware that like everybody was drunk yeah not that I did at the time like I was far too young and defensive and everything but had I been doing it now I would have liked that and I just think the people deserve to sort of have their say exactly. as well. You're when you're in that filler, you're completely defenseless. You're not even mm. allowed to know the time. So not, no. not only do you not have a phone or a Wi-Fi, you physically don't even know the time because you're in this absolute bubble. The only time you can sort of like gather a sense of how the public are perceiving you is at the recouplings and the dumpings. You know, when the public decide if you're yeah. safe, you're like, oh, okay, well, at least a few of them like me. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, you have absolutely no idea. Must be um, very discombobulating. Yes, yes. That's a great word, Vic. Look at you. Did you like that? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm going to try and say that when I'm on the radio later. Discopulating. Um, <laughs> well, please don't shoehorn it in any way and say it wrong. <laughs> I'll feel I'll feel guilty. I'll feel like it's my fault. <laughs> but I must say, when I come off the show, ITV are really good at trying to like protect you on social media. So before you get your phone back, they take you all in a room like separately, and they brief you on all the the like tab like any bad tabloids about you. They go through every single one and how they've tried to like protect you. And um, they'll tell you how to like, um, you know, look after yourself on social media and how to put yourself out there to the public and what not to reply to and what to reply to. And even the barriers that you can take on social media to like hide certain words and hide like horrible messages. So they are really good at that, to be fair. Well, like I say, I think they are in their head doing the best they can to protect their new yeah. classmates. And it's, yeah. a, it's a real nice step in the right direction because that duty of care just didn't exist back in my day. We were absolutely yeah, exactly. fed to the wolves. You, but... you were absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the lion's I, th- I do feel as, you know, have you seen those like Instagram quotes and they're like, oh, someone, someone's like, oh, you're so funny. And thanks, it's the trauma. I sort of feel like that's a bit me. <laughs> But, um, that is so true. Very that is true. so true. Um, so apart from the fact that it's back in um, South Africa, it's not in the same villa, is it? It's a different no, villa. No, which oh, is okay. really disappointing because I really wanted to see my villa back on the screen. But basically we had the longest stairs ever so the producers couldn't keep running up and down. So they've changed the location. <laughs> also as well, Demi, you think that, right? But let me tell you, you would have been jealous. 
Why? You would have been jealous. Like, I can't explain it, right? And you don't strike us as a particularly jealous person. And I'm not yeah. either. I'm very much like enough success and enough thing for everyone. But get yeah. on this, right? I, wa- I watched The Jungle the year after I did it. And yeah. I was sitting watching it being like, that was my fucking hammock. Yeah. Like I'm de- like I'm telling you right now, mate, something takes over because you have a special yeah, place in your heart. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I, I remember watching like everybody in it and being like, that was my spot and that's where I used to do this. Yeah, and my ham- yeah. yeah. So at least you don't have to watch it and be like, that's that picture's in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I didn't think about it like that. I mean, I think it's, I'll probably drive my friends and family mad because I'd be like, oh yeah, I had a wee in that toilet. Oh yeah, I <laughs> fell over in that spot. And I, I think I would drive them mad if that was the case, to be fair. So yeah, to be fair, it's nice that it's fresh. And actually one of my friends went into the villa this week and I had absolutely no idea. She kept it a secret from all of us. I've just and, so I've just read that. So it's Zara, right? Yes, my friend Zara. I couldn't believe it. And I literally only saw her three weeks ago. And weirdly enough, we were out for dinner and she was asking me loads of Love Island questions and I did not click on at all. And I was just, you know, answer them as you do, because people lots of people ask about Love Island questions and I was just answering them. And now it all makes sense. So do you think she didn't tell you? Because obviously she was just terrified of it getting out and then I not being yeah. able to go. Yeah. Absolutely. That was like me. When I found out I was, um, they wanted me to be a bombshell, I literally just told my mum and my best friend. I lived with my brother at the time. And when I got the call to go on the show, I was packing the suitcase in front of him. And it was January. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I've just got a last minute, like, love holidays, um, holiday to Ibiza. I'm just quickly like, packing my suitcase. And he was like, oh, all right then. And then three days later, he saw me on the TV. Like, I just kept <gasps> it a secret from everyone because I was so scared of it getting out. So she did the right thing. Oh, bless her. And I did see a little bit last night where she was like giving her a best catwalk for Will and stuff. Is she looks, she's absolutely gorgeous, oh, by the way. She is stunning. Gorgeous. But she's like, she I think out of a friendship group, everyone has that girl who's just the it girl. Yeah. Zara is the it girl of our friendship group. She's very like confident, like she knows her worth. Like, and you can probably oh. just see that through this TV screen. She's very, very confident. So yeah, she's just smashing it. I'm really proud of her. I love that. And right, so she was with Will when I tuned in last night. For a little oh, bit, like. Will the farmer. I know. Is he her type? Like, no, no, no. No, no it doesn't seem to No, be. I think that bit you might have watched, Will was just having like a bit of a dance-off, a like catwalk okay. with her. Yeah, that um, was it. But no, she, I think she's talking to Ron at the moment. But if I'm honest, I think she's going to beeline for Kai, which is like the sexy teacher, the sexy tool teacher. Oh, who doesn't love a fucking sexy teacher? What does he teach? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's primary. Oh, okay. Well, we'll so just it's even that. cuter. It's even the smaller kids. <laughs> oh, so I bet you're wishing her all the luck, mate. Are you going to throw your support behind her? Oh, absolutely. I'm watching her every night. I'm posting all videos and stuff of her. And I just can't wait to have a new influencer bestie when she comes out. <laughs> What were your um, best bits of the villa and what were like, I know you mentioned sort of, you didn't know how you were coming across and stuff, but I wonder what your worst bits were as well. Yeah, so my, okay, this is going to sound so, so cringe. Oh my God, this is so cringe. But it's like the people, like you become like a little family. And also, like, you don't have your phone. And I remember before I went in there, I said to my mum, I went, how am I going to cope without my phone for months? Like, I actually think I'm going to have a meltdown. But when you're in there, you don't care. When no one else has got a phone, you don't miss it. Yeah. And you're actually having proper conversations, yeah. like you'd like laugh till your belly hurts, and it was like a real family. Um, so that's the bit I missed the most. But the, yeah, the worst bits probably when we did a tabloid challenge 
when they like you know tell you what the tabloids are writing about you or people's tweets yeah. about you and I obviously was always thought I was perceived quite well but I think they probably found the only nasty tweet they could find about me and put it on what, there what was it do you mind saying Oh, no, it was just about me. Uh, they thought I was using the boy I was with. Like, oh, she's game playing. She's using that boy. And I was just like, oh. And it was the first. And I don't suffer with a lot of criticism in Perth, but before Love Island anyway, I never really had a lot of criticism. So I didn't know how to take it. Um, and that was really hard. So it's just like the not knowing um, is probably the hard bit. And then, yeah, and having to deal with, you know, people, you know, necessarily like snaking you and pieing you. And you're dealing with all this rejection fully on your own without like your bestest friends to support you. Or your family, you're just in there on your own having to deal with everything. I think like the dating world, particularly like when I was in my early 20s, like it's such a difficult yeah. space to navigate regardless, you know, like everything cuts so deep and everything uh, feels yeah. 10 times more intense and you're just like, I don't know, it's the first time you're experiencing a lot of stuff. So sometimes yeah. like, you don't have the tools to deal with it. So yeah, like, and then thinking of doing that in front of millions of people, like it must be. Most yeah, very, most be hard. Do you know what? I was having this conversation with my dad recently, actually, um, because he was like, he was asking, you know, well, well, why don't like young people just have boyfriends and girlfriends? And I was like, no, 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 there's stages now. You have like the t- texting stage, then you have the talking stage, and the seeing stage, and then eventually relationship. Oh, and there's mm. so many different stages. He was like, I just don't understand that. He was like, in my like generation, either boyfriend and girlfriend, or you weren't nothing. Yeah. So it's just like so different now. I think I'm more of your dad's generation, like, yeah. probably. Honestly, I swear, like, it's not, I, I, I honestly am. Like, I remember when I used to go out with boys, you'd, like, yeah. you'd meet them in a bar or a nightclub, you'd swap numbers, and then you'd go out, and if you liked each other, you'd see each other again, and if you didn't, that was it. Yeah. And, like, subsequently, I would end up having, a, I would always have a boyfriend, you know? I always had a boyfriend growing up. Um, wow. And then I did, and then I was, always had a boyfriend until I was about, well, till I was engaged to me ex fella, and then um, I met her. I was broke. Him and him broke up, and I met yeah. Erkan. And Erkan's more your generation, right? Really? Yes, he's twenty nine. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, I was six months in with Erkan, and still had no fucking clue where I stood, mate. Like, none at all. Isn't and that I was crazy? like, I was saying to me mates, I was like, I'm normally fucking engaged by this point. Like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Last night, literally. Just. 
an ex-boyfriend from like six months ago. There was no. Are you trying to wind him up? No. I swear I'm not that knob. I'm not that knob. It it was me first. It was more like to just be transparent. And it was my first ever boyfriend, Demi, from when I was 16. Like what the hell? He was a lovely yeah. lad. Like, we've been friends for, like, 20 years, you know, since yeah. then. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be meeting up with Dean. He was my first boyfriend when I was 15, but, like, he's such a lovely lad. Blah, blah, yeah. And I kind of got a bit shitty about it. And I was like, well, I'm not being funny, but for starters, you should trust yeah. us. Like, you know, I'm a grown woman. I've chosen to spend my time with you. Like, this is yeah. just a friend. But also, you've not even asked us to be your girlfriend. So yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know why you're being all territorial now. Exactly. And he was like, well, he was like, well, of course you're my girlfriend. I was like, well, I didn't fucking know. Yeah. What is it with this generation of men and don't just know. not like being like being able to communicate? And no. I think that is literally the same in the villa. You know, the, all the arguments happen because people aren't being transparent with each other and they like secretly like someone and they see someone else chatting to another person or going on a date with another person. And that's when the arguments start. It's just something about this generation. I think as well, like, they're everybody scared to almost have their ego a bit bruised, you know? Whereas, yeah. like, back in the, I don't know, back in the day, like, I, I, we didn't have, we weren't as image, image conscious, I don't think. Yeah. Because we didn't yeah. have things like social media. We weren't mm. presenting ourselves to thousands. We've just had, what, 10 mates from high school. So I think <laughs> that's so that, true. I totally do get where this new generation is coming from. But yeah, I did have to light a fire underneath her can. It's like, piss, I get ah. off the pot, mate. I'm 31. <laughs> exactly. I'm not hanging around anyone. <laughs> no, I hit the, I've got like a three-month rule. If they haven't made it serious within three months, I cut it off. Good girl. I'm just like, you're wasting my time. Yeah. You could you could be out there kissing other people, meeting the man of your dreams, not hanging around for some fuck boy. Is that, what is that quote that is like, don't what is it? It's his like, um don't, don't miss know. like meeting your husband because you've got a boyfriend. What is that thing they say? Do you know what I mean? When they say like, um you know what I'm trying to think of it into words, but it's that quote, isn't it? Like, don't like beat your husband because you're with your boyfriend. Like, you've got to still go out there and fight. I really, I'm going to ask my lovely producer, Elif, if she can Google and see and find out what that is, because it sounds you know, like a bell staff, but at the minute it, it just good... sounds like you're a serial, like, m- monogamous. Waffler. No, poly- oh, monogamous. Poly- polyamorous. I don't know. What's polyamorous. The got, what's the one where you've got a couple? We're going down a dangerous road now. I've got no idea. It's so true. There is a way of saying it, but I can't. Oh, don't stop your boyfriend meeting your husband. No, that's not it. <laughs> well, I would have got your boyfriend and your husband on me. Don't let your boyfriend stop you meeting your husband. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Don't let your boyfriend stop you meeting your husband. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I, can't make, I can't make it make sense in my head, but I know what you I know what you mean. Don't let your boyfriend keep you from finding your husband. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, great. Well, do you know what? It's actually very good advice. It is. Is yeah. <laughs> um, so is there is there anyone on the scene at the minute, Demi? Are you dating? Are you are you looking for love? No, and do you know what? I feel like I've been, I feel like I'm a nun. I feel like I'm fully celibate. Like I don't know what has happened, but I the past year I've literally been like fully celibate. I've not met anyone, not gone on dates, nothing. I feel like I just needed a break. Yeah, I feel like I've always been like dating or with a boyfriend. And I feel like, no, last year, I think I finally, like, my health was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to, like, go out with my girlfriends and just, like, have fun and work hard. But obviously, this year, I will hopefully get back on the dating scene. But right now, I'm in no rush. 
nah, I'm mate. really in no rush. You've got no reason to either. Like, I think your 20s are such an incredible um, period of like self-discovery. And yeah, I, I, I wish someone had told me this because I spent it sort of in the pursuit of probably the wrong things. But then yeah. again, I spent a lot of my time on Geordie Shore in my 20s. And yeah. that, that itself was difficult to navigate. So, exactly. You know, I just think, like, I wish someone had said to me, focus on you, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Go on, do, go on, I'll deal with the girls. Don't chase the wrong boys. Like, obviously, yeah. kiss, a couple, kiss a couple of wrong Oh, you've got to fucking live me. But predominantly, like, just do things that make you really happy and knock about with, like, your yeah. day ones because that, that would be the... And also, like, love yeah. yourself a bit more. I bet exactly. you... I bet you have got, actually, a different perspective on me because you've been through what you've been through I bet you are really grateful and excited by life are you oh absolutely I feel like I look at life so much more differently now um which is so cringe and cliche but it's honestly the truth and even like when there's like benign you know problems or issues with like my friendship groups or like little dramas that are going on in their life I'm like please it's really not that important Mm, so it's like go out yeah do you know what I mean just go out live your best life like it's really really not important I know that's easy like for me to say you know people are going through all different things but I think you've got your health and you've got your family around you it doesn't really matter like everything you overcome everything eventually yeah oh honestly I do have to ask you before I'll get your secret and let you go um because one of my favorite people off Love Island ever is Shauna oh Shauna my babes, my babes. She's obviously she is obviously like your best one of your best pals, isn't yeah, she? She oh. is. We obviously right. met in the villa. Oh, sorry, go oh on. My, no, oh my god, though, because I'm just fucking buzzing about this. What about <gasps> what about the fact that she got papped with her fella and she's done such a oh. good job keeping him secret for so long? Oh, I know. She always wants to keep it on the low, bless her, which I, I completely understand yeah. because you know, people when you like post your boyfriend or whatever, people start getting involved and people always want to know your business. So she's done such a good job, but she's been with him for years. Literally, as yeah. soon as she come off the villa. A few months later, they got together. So, um, yeah, she's been with him a long time now. And obviously, she's pregnant. So, she is due to give birth in April. She's having a little airy oh, baby. Um, so, yeah, I'm just so excited. But she's not finding out the gender yet. She's going to just wait and give birth and see what happens. Really? So, it's mad, that, isn't it? Because, like, I felt, I feel like for a while, we had, like, all the huge gender reveal parties and everyone was, like, getting to know. And now I feel like we're going back the other way where people yeah. are far more, like, no, back I want like, to traditional. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like Shauna is just such a, like, again, traditional, just a real person. Like, she doesn't yeah. care about all the faff of social media and mm. being an influencer. She just, like, she's just, like, she reminds me of Adele. Like, she talks like Adele. She's just Adele. <laughs> South London, do you know what I mean? Um, Honestly, I love her. Yeah, I just love her. I know, I love her too. So, yeah. I'm new for, in a moment. Yeah, she, well, she just got back because that's where she got past. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, fuck, no. Oh, I've already got to see that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Google these pictures in a minute. Yeah. And I, then I was like so shocked because I was like, you've been keeping him a secret and he's a lovely bit of kit. I would have been Oh, he's so lovely. Such a lovely boy as well. So I'm just so pleased for them. I can't wait to meet the baby. In a couple do, you months. Th- do you think it's going to be a girl or a boy? I'm really unsure. I'm trying to look at like the shape of her baby bump to try and work this out. But she thinks it could be a boy. I think it could be a girl. Okay. I'm going to, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go girl too. Yeah, I think a girl. I don't know. But she has told me the names. I don't, I'm not, can't disclose them. No, but... of course not. Wouldn't, wouldn't expect you to. Um, of, or the lush. Oh, they're really cute. They're really cute. Oh, I just can't wait. I really like unusual names, Demi, you know, mm. like proper mad ones. And I know 
Like whenever anybody else, whenever a celebrity announces what they've called their kid and everyone has an opinion in the comments and like, even I go to my mates like, fucking hell, I wouldn't have called them that. Or should, you know, I think, e Jesus Christ, when I name my kids, everyone's going to have an opinion because I like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I should say it. Should I say oh, it? Yeah. Well, I'm miles off anyway, so I'll say it. Okay. I like, I like Atlas for a boy. Oh, that is so cute. Can I tell you, you what think? I think for a boy? Go on, tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, okay, this isn't as exotic as yours. I think yours is really cool. Yours yeah. like, reminds me of like Treasure Island or something. Atlas, yes. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very that different. Like it's very exotic. like, oh, yeah, it's like an yeah. explorer type. Obviously, me fella's Turkish, isn't he? So he would like something like that. So I would, yeah, I'm no. going to convince him that it's got origins in Turkey. Yeah. And maybe Atlas, Atlas is like, Atlas is like what? Like a navigation. So you're navigating to Turkey and Atlas. It's a map, isn't it? Yeah, is it exactly. Oh, no, it's exactly. not a map. Yeah, it is a map. It's a fucking map. Right, you've confused oh, if me. If I'm I, normally had, quite if intelligent. I had a boy, but yeah, this is really cringe, but if I had a boy, I would actually call it Roman. Uh, I love Roman. I love it. I love Roman. And like, but it's because I studied ancient Roman history at a uh, 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 university. So, <laughs> so I thought that'd be so cute. I couldn't believe this when I was reading, like, because obviously my producer puts together like um, a really helpful, like, it's all, almost like, you know, information on me. Yeah, she does her research yeah. for us. And when I read your degree, I was absolutely blown away. So is it archaeology and history? history and archaeology but I mainly did like ancient Roman history and then obviously I the dig, used to dig up human bones and stuff like that so it's pretty random do you know uh, where I'm from in Newcastle is um, yeah. Wall's End so it was the end of Hadrian's Wall oh my I've never been there oh mate you'd love it we've got a museum and everything it's called Segedunum um, oh. And there's like uncovered loads of bits, like Roman baths wow, and all sorts. So of- cool! No, I'm actually in the process of I'm going to make a history YouTube series purely for my own, purely for my own enjoyment. I don't care if anyone watches it. I will I'm watch it. YouTube- <laughs> yeah, will be watching it. Oh, I'm going to make it and like go around the country and like go to different archaeological sites and like document it. Babe, I'm not even joking. You're like, I'm not even blowing smoke up your ass when I'm like, oh, I'd watch it. I follow this woman on Instagram yeah. and she's like, called something like Katie, the history lady. And like, she just tells you stories. Like, she'll tell you all about Henry VIII's six wives. Yes. Like, she tells you all about like Catherine Dimitri. Like, you just, and I just sit and learn all these amazing Same. things. Like, I follow so many of them on TikTok love and it. I love it. I no, watch well. this space. I am now going to become a history TikTok guru. Yeah, do it. Anyone's listening, follow me. <laughs> So right, so if you hadn't gone on Love Island, would that just be you, just like wandering around with your little speed yeah. and brush? Oh my god! So before Love Island, I had applied to move to to go to Manchester University University to do a archaeological degree, but like you said, you can't get my words out. Sorry, go to Manchester University to do an archaeological degree, but you did half in Manchester, then you move to Rome for the other half, then you go there, you do all your digging, and you go to like the Colosseum. I hope you don't take this the wrong way when I say this, right? But you're a real enigma, aren't you? Enigma? Have you got a dictionary in front of you or something, Vic? Because today you are hot on these words. I'm probably using half of them wrong, mate. So don't don't fucking buzz off us too much. But yeah, I am going to put that in my uh, Instagram bio in a minute. I'm I'm an enigma. You're just so gorgeous and glam, and like you've done your love island thing and everything. And then also like you. A bit of a history geek too. Like it's so lovely. That is that me. Sides to the coin there. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I would like to start posting about it more on social media. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just not like people see the realness. It's just not always like glam pics. We want to be able to go and do something fun and people learn about it as well. So yeah. that is my new little adventure, Vic. 
God damn it, I'm multifaceted. Give me credit for it. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> oh, Vic, that's so funny. I've absolutely loved talking to you, Debbie. Like, it's been such a pleasure today. Like, you're just so warm and open and oh, full of, like, you, don't know, you're just full of joy. It beams across the screen. So oh. I'm going to let you go because I know you're busy. But before you, oh. I do... <laughs> yeah, Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our yeah. lovely listeners like a couple pearls of wisdom. Um, and we touched on it earlier. I I think um, given everything that you've gone through at such a young age as well, mate, like you yeah. did it with such dignity, strength and grace. And I don't mm, think thank you, Vic. I could have done the same. I don't think I'll be a very inspirational, poorly person. Oh, I think I'll yes, be a very, would. I'd be a whinge. I'd be, a, I've fucking, I've only got it's a star. I'd be a whinge as well. <laughs> I've got a star at the minute and a bit of a sore back and me fella's not heard the fucking end of it, mate. So no, I, I would never be <laughs> as, 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 as inspirational as you. But I suppose I, I want to know if it's given you a different perspective on life. So I want to know um, what your secret is to making every day count. Which I'm going to cry, mm. I think, because... No, I, oh, no. Oh, no, I will. Now. I, no. I think the secret to making every day count is just to just to think as positively as possible. One thing me and my dad have always said to each other is that if we were to think negatively, I think we would have spiralled a lot quicker. And I think we would, if you're in that mindset, you just think the world's against you. So I think no matter what you're going through, whether it's, you know, trivial or whether it is traumatic, I think just look on the bright side and look at you know the family and friends that you have around you and that you're health and that you're here and that you're present um and just let like, stop letting the small things bother you just like you've got a whole life to live and a whole world out there just don't worry about those parking tickets don't worry about your <laughs> best friend's drama with her boyfriend just wake up be happy and just yeah try to live the best best life to your fullest really Oh, mate, honestly, like, and you know, it's, it is so easy to get bogged down in the little things, you know, like yeah. the, the parking tickets or the morning traffic or, yeah. you know, running late or having a, a disagreement on Instagram, whatever it is. But when you've been through something as huge and mm -hmm. life-changing and scary as what you did, like, it puts everything into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think you just look at things differently. And even though I'm only 24 years old, I actually cringe myself out when I say, you know, I see the world differently. But unfortunately, because something like this has happened to me at a young age, I've just felt like that quicker than most people. Because I think a lot of people, they start, start saying these kind of things when they're older. Yeah. And now they've had all this experience and they can look back on their lives. But when something traumatic happens to you at a young age, you realize it a lot earlier. But I'm actually kind of thankful because now I can, you know, live the rest of my 20s and have this sort of like wisdom and this mindset and definitely see things differently. You've got a very um, old, like you've got a wise head on your shoulders. Go, wise head on my shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> you have, that's a vibe <laughs> I get. So then, given all of this, like amazing, newfound, really positive life like mindset you've got. What is mm -hmm. it we're going to do with this year? Demi, we're going to obviously launch oh. the big history TikTok, of which I am going to be the, the first history. follower. Oh my God, I need to do that. I also want to start a podcast this year. I actually want yeah. to do a sort of like reality slash health podcast to get like, you know, people that's obviously in the reality world on there to talk about, you know, their health issues or anything they've experienced like cancer, autism, ADHD, whatever, and just be open about it. So I'd love to start a podcast about that. Just to talk about Breaking down stigmas and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and just talk about so people. Yeah, people can listen and relate to it. But definitely the history. But in general, I just want to have fun this year. I'm going to finally buy my first house and just be a boss. Woo! Woohoo! Oh, Demi, like I've never 
wanted anybody to succeed quite as much as I do you. So good luck with absolutely everything. Thank, Thank you so much for being a guest. And um, good luck with the, the new campaign as well for the NHS. That's a truly a wonderful cause. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.